0: Sunday morning are from Isaiah chapter 9 verses 1 to 4, Psalm 27, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 10 to 18, and from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 4 verses 12 to 23. Well, peace be with you, my friends. Early on in my life, one of my favorite singer, songwriter, folk, and pop pop rock artists was a guy by the name of Harry Chapin. In fact, I liked Harry so much, I saw him perform two or three times in a fairly small venue in St. Paul, Minnesota. Some of you may recall his first big hit, a song called Taxi. I'm not going to sing it for you, but for the first couple of lines when something like, it was raining hard in Frisco and I needed one more fare to make my night. A lady up ahead waved a flag me down and she got in at the light. Remember that one? Or how about his number one hit, popular even today in some circles, a tune entitled Cats in the Cradle, a song about a father who doesn't find time for his son during the boy's childhood. My favorite of his of his songs, however, is a little known tune entitled Circle. Again, I'm not going to sing that song, but it went something like all my life's a circle, sunrise and sundown, Moon rolls through the nighttime till the daybreak comes around. All my life's a circle, but I can't tell you why. Seasons spinning round again, the years keep rolling by. You may remember that one as well. More recently, the philosophy of the circle of life, as it's called, was prominently displayed in the Broadway show and popular movie The Lion King. Perhaps you may recall during the show's principal tune, The Circle of Life, the shaman, Baboon Rafiki, blesses then holds up Mufasa's young son Simba so that the elephants, giraffes, birds, and other animals below can see him. Thus the completing of the circle of life from one generation to another. For most, the philosophy of the circle of life works out quite well. We oftentimes get wrapped up in the living through the four seasons of the year, followed by the festivals and holidays, and then warming to the sun, cooling with the snow, our emotions and feelings rising and falling with each birth we know of, each sting of death we feel. We seem to settle into this circle Philosophy, and then something happens to us. Something happens to us which causes us to stop living within the circle of life. And instead of continually driving fast and turning left like we were NASCAR drivers, something intervenes to uh, cause us to turn right instead of continually turning left, to come out of the circle and live in a different way a new way, a better way even. That metaphorical right turn for me out of the philosophy of the circle of life and into the rhythm of the life the creator of the universe desired for me to live, that first came when I was but 16 years old. What happened? Well, one word can describe what happened to me, Jesus. You see, for me, even at the early age of 16, I had settled into the idea that the remainder of my days were going to be spent in this circle of life, starting in the fall with school and then football and then hunting with my dad and then the winter to come, snow, the holidays, darkness, followed by spring baseball and allergies from blooming trees and grass irritating my nose and throat and then eventually summer was to come more baseball more warmth sunshine and fun and then it would all lead me back to fall and I could clearly see the circle of life in front of me leading to getting just a good job with good benefits with a good retirement living a mundane life, hoping for children, then grandchildren, to eventually fill out my existence until I then became seed for the next generation. But for me, living life within that philosophy of the circle of life, life happened. The death of two close friends, closely followed by the death of two of my grandparents, and then watching an uncle essentially die from alcoholism, all of these events cumulatively led me to begin to question the deeper meaning of life. And in my meandering and fumbling search, like a blind person seeking light, Jesus, Jesus burst into my circle, essentially pulling me out of that circle of life and into a whole new way of living. I began to go in a different direction, a new direction, a better direction, a true direction. A direction in which the creator God of the universe was beckoning me to come and follow his son Jesus from Nazareth or Jesus the Christ. And so we come to today's gospel reading from the book of Matthew. Our focus this morning will be on Simon Peter his brother Andrew, and the two sons of Zebedee, who Jesus, as we shall see and hear, will call from mending their nets on the shore of Lake Galilee to come, follow him. But if we take a step back and look at the bigger picture of the scriptures, hear the voice from the unseen biblical author, who's inspiring the human authors, We see this pericope is not only about Jesus breaking into the circle of life of four fishermen from the town of Capernaum on the Sea of Galilee, but it is the story of the God of the universe breaking into the circle of the power of sin and death in in God's good creation and then stopping that circle of sin and death and bringing creation into the linear life of eternal life with the father, son and holy spirit. Or in the words of Isaiah, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. So there they were, Simon and and Andrew, that is, just two men, two brothers who made their living fishing. And they were doing what fishermen do. They were fishing They were living in the circle of life, really, waiting for the sun to rise in the morning so they could get themselves up, eat their breakfast, drink their coffee, read their newspapers. Not really read their newspapers, but you know what I mean. And then go about their day fishing until the sun set in the west and then the moon rose in the east. There they were, two ordinary men living their ordinary lives, in the ordinary way. And then Jesus walked by. Obviously, these two brothers had to have been somewhat familiar with this person called Jesus. From the Gospel of John, we, that we read last Sunday, we learned that Andrew was one of the two of John the Baptist's disciples who began to follow Jesus after John had exclaimed to them, Look, the Lamb of God! And then Andrew began to follow Jesus then, eventually running to find his brother Simon and telling Simon, we have found the Messiah. So as we piece together the story from the four Gospels, we learn that Jesus now has moved his ministry to the town of Capernaum, located on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee. The attuned listener will be able to link, then, the Isaiah passage with the Matthew passage that Capernaum is in the land of Nephtali and Zebulun, where the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. There is much more linking of Isaiah and Matthew we could accomplish here, but way too much for this morning's homily. Suffice it to say, Jesus is thus fulfilling the prophecy spoken of by Isaiah right here, right now, in front of the citizens of Capernaum, specifically in front of Andrew and Simon Peter. So as I said, there they were, Simon and Andrew. After hearing the Baptist exclamation and then hearing Jesus himself proclaim, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near, Jesus sees these two brothers casting a net into the sea into their circle of life and Jesus calls out to them breaking into that circle follow me and I will make you fish for people now here's the absolutely crazy thing Matthew tells us immediately they left their nets and followed him two brothers seized the moment of their calling stepped out of the circle of life and into the linear line of eternal life with the Creator God of heaven. Remember that God-shaped hole in the heart I spoke of last week? Well, both Andrew and Simon heard and recognized Jesus' calling as their opportunity to fill that hole. Then Matthew tells us that as Jesus went on from there, He saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father, Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called them. And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. Again, Jesus broke into the circle of life, broke into the lives of of these two men and their father, who were simply mending their nets. Jesus breaks into their existence and calls them from the circle of life to the linear line of eternal life with the Creator God of heaven and earth. I will suggest to you that these four men stepped out of that circle of life, which eventually leads to the grave, into the linear line of eternal life with the Creator God of heaven and earth. Now thereafter, these men certainly weren't seen as perfect, nor did these men do everything right. No, far from it. James and John, because of their zeal for the kingdom of God, pick up the nickname Sons of Thunder after they famously desired to have Jesus call down lightning upon those who they saw as unfit for the kingdom. And Simon Peter? Well, plenty of examples in his life of not getting to perfect, most famously his thrice denial of Jesus around the charcoal fire in the Garden of the High Priest on that Thursday night, Friday morning. But what we do see through the Gospel stories is that when these men stepped out of the circle of life and into the linear line of eternal life with the Creator God, their lives became fuller, deeper, and richer, fulfilled even as they began to understand who Jesus was and is and is to come now for most of us who have been hanging around the church for some time we too have had someone point out to us that this Jesus is the lamb of god who does take away the sin of the world and for most of us who have been hanging around the church for some time we have come to realize that this christian life is not a perfect but a practice the big question for you today the big question for me today is have you heard Jesus call you from the circle of life you find yourself in to follow him and the even bigger question is have you gotten up from that life to follow Jesus have you either metaphorically or in reality left your boat left your net, left your father behind, and then stepped out of the circle of life and into the linear line of living eternal life with the creator God of heaven. Have you begun to stop living within the rhythm of the life of over and over and over again, that cycle of life that says, life is good. And then conflict happens, and then bursts of emotion, stress, and anger follow. And then close behind comes self-doubt, shame, and guilt. And then eventually we come around by hiding or masking our true emotions with whatever can mask them. And then somehow life becomes good again until conflict happens, and then bursts of emotion, stress, and you kind of know the story. You, you've you been in that circle more than once. My friends, step out of that circle and into the circle of grace through the cross of Christ and into the linear line of eternal life with the Creator God of heaven and earth. We've been talking about how to do that now for several weeks on Sunday mornings. And if you've been with us on Wednesday evenings, and if you've had the opportunity to speak in private conversations we've held together. We're going to continue to talk about how to step out of that circle of life and listen to the call of Jesus and come into the linear line of life with that Jesus in the coming Sundays, mornings, and Wednesday evenings, and also in some private conversations that we'll have along the way. But for your part, What you can do is simply to follow Jesus. Get up out of that old way of living and begin to follow the Savior of the world. Begin by simply picking up a Bible and reading from the Gospels or begin by praying something as simple as the Jesus prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Begin by deciding to turn just one thing over to Jesus and asking Him to give you an alternative answer to the question you've been asking for years now. Intentionally step out of the circle of life as you listen to the call of Jesus and into the linear line of eternal life with the Creator God of heaven and earth. Amen.